Hey, hey, it's the porch podcast. It's the porch. Uh-huh. I bring, had to bring this one back. This, 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 this the interlude beat. All this, this always a snippet beat. Hey, hey, it's the porch podcast. Come on. It's the Porch Podcast. Come on. Yes, hey. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. It's your boy DJ E. Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother. The original. Hey, y'all know that's who he is. That's what it is. P, lucky number 13. Yes, sir. Yes, Episode sir. Episode lucky number 13. And before you say anything, I just got one question to ask you. Do you believe in luck? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but listen, I got a question. I, I'm, I'm not gonna step over yours. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I'm not trying to shortchange it, but I'm gonna say yes because I want to ask you a question. You ready? You ready to ask me a question right away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right go ahead. Right. Do you think it's better to be good or lucky? Good. Okay. Ain't no right or wrong. First off, I'm good. Absolutely no right or wrong answer. I'm going to say good all, all right, day. so good. Good. All right, good. so I asked you that because I sit back and I think about it. From As a- I sit back, relax, my bad. <laughs> As I sit back and think about the question that I'm asking, beep, beep, beep. you know, I know you. And, 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 and so it's kind of crazy because when I ask you questions. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say, oh, I know everything he's going to ever say. Like, nah. mm-hmm. But. The question is, would you rather be good or lucky? Right? And you said I'd rather be good. Good. Could you elaborate on why you said good versus lucky? I feel like luck runs out. Damn. But when you good, you just got it, baby. Yeah. 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 You're gonna have yeah. a good, good night, good, yeah. good night. Yeah. Let me give it one time. One more time. I said, I feel like luck runs out. But when you're good, you're just good, baby. Because we're going to have a good, good night, good, good night. Hey. Okay. All right. So you'd rather be good than lucky. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me ask you another question, if I, you don't mind, brother. Hey, man. Interview me, man. Interview hey, man. I'm going to throw a couple questions out there so, so the people can see what goes on into, inside of the DJ's mind. Magical Merlin is back. Fuck is Merlin, man. <laughs> what do you wish grew on trees? Uh, money. Yeah, I mean, all right. So that's all the time, right? <laughs> right. Money don't grow on trees, but what do you like? All right, go a little deeper. Go inside a little deeper into the mind of DJ E. Um, what I wish grows on trees actually grows on trees, but not the trees that we see. Opportunity. <laughs> Okay. I like opportunity because opportunity, see, the problem is everybody want the bag, but everybody don't want to work for the bag. Now, that's definitely true. And then sometimes the ones who want to work for the bag right. don't know how to work for the bag because nobody ever showed them how to work for the bag. Right. No, no, I agree. But you can only work for the bag if you have the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what you show. I'm, I'm going to use it like this. Every hood movie. You got your typical drug dealers and all that type of stuff. Right. Just use that. Right. When they, it's all, all of a sudden, it's a crew that just come out of nowhere and they taking over. Yep. 
Yep. Every 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 time. Every time. They every, they they taking over, right? Damn storyline. Don't get that. They, they, they don't, they just don't get that. You know what I mean? Shout actors. out to State Property. You gonna either get down or lay down. Right. They took it over. Right. But they didn't take it over till they had the opportunity to take it over. Right, okay. Now, I'm going to go with the show The Wire, one of my favorite shows that ever was written oh, and man. all that type. Of, I still oh, watch man. it to this day. Oh, man. Still watch it. Run through it and watch it again. And very much entertaining, but realistic, right. too. Right. Right. But when Marlo took over, he seen his opportunity right. when Avon was in jail. Right. String always wanted to get out of it anyway. Right, right. String was actually ghost back then. Right, okay. When, all right. You you understand what I'm right, saying? Right, the comparison's always right. been there. Yeah, right, yeah, right, All right. right. So, but we're not gonna stay on that. If opportunity grows on trees, uh-huh. then people wouldn't feel limited. Right. You got people that don't like their job, but scared to leave the job because you got they hang around a bunch of people that yeah. tell them, yeah. "Well, jobs don't grow on trees. Yeah. You can't find opportunities yeah. like this no more." Yeah. But you also have our father that told us back in the day, you could quit a job in the morning and have another one by lunchtime. Yeah, you, and he, ain't lying. he wasn't lying either. Hey, hey. He said, yeah. hey, listen. Hey, you, 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 you leave one. <laughs> you go down the street, you get another one. Yeah. Back when I worked the thigh call. Yeah, yeah. Man didn't yeah. have, then Mr. Jones had the shoe store and all that. It, it was like, yeah. it was all types of shit. Yeah. So I wish opportunity was still like that. It's a great point. Still, still like that. Yeah, I, uh, on trees... It's funny, like you say, just I wish time grew on trees. Yeah. You know. Um the whole the whole money don't grow on trees situation is funny, like you said, when you really think about it. I think the only reason that it came that way is because the green of the leaves represented it. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, green on leaves ain't dollar bills, but you know, whatever, it don't grow on trees. Um but I do wish time did. I understand. Yeah, I just wish that time did. Um, you know, most of your things that strong take time to build. Nothing you know? grows without time and you feeding it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, need motion to have life, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's it. That, all right, I got you. That's a good one. I'm going to move on to my next though. one. Opportunity, So opportunity? Yeah. Opportunity, Okay. All right. Here's a different one. Because we talk about social media and all that stuff all the time. Right. We just talked about chasing the bag and all that. Right. Question. What weird thing would you make socially acceptable if you had the power to change? If you could just wave your magical Merlin the Magician wand. Which socially, which thing, I want to make sure I'm asking you right now. What... Weird thing, would you make socially acceptable if you could? Uh, that's the reason why that question is not as easy. It's because. Who determines what's weird? Right. <laughs> the standard of what. Like, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm answer this like I was 20. Okay. You were. Um, you were. a long time ago. Right. Like I was 20. No, I mean, I'm not even going to say 20. I put me about 26, 27, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to get a little different from what y'all see with me. Um, I had just separated from my ex-wife, and I was exploring life. You know, I was, I was single, so I was moving around. And, you know, 
I was a young man with 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 no with no kids and everything. Uh-huh. And I love sex. Okay. Right? Right. That's what it was. Right. Now, heterosexual. Okay, I'm <laughs> just cool, putting that out there. Cool, 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 cool. Right? Cool. I'm with you. Um I just liked to be able to do it in different places, not not just necessarily the bedroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right. When I was when I was that when I was that way when right, I was I'm young a like scared, that. But go ahead. Right. So, but but let's just be honest. Right. We know that there are beaches and resorts okay, okay, and places okay. like that. Okay. Where it's just open like that. Absolutely. Wasn't a swinger or nothing of that nature. Right. Okay. But. If I walked down the street and I looked and I, if I would have seen somebody, I'd have just be like, oh, they they getting it in. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. kept it moving. Yeah, yeah. But somebody else might be like, come on, it's weird. Get a roll. Yeah. So I just think I would I would probably want that to be a little bit more open for some reason at that time. Yeah. And that time in my life. Now it's like, you won't, I don't want to see that shit. I'm just being honest. Yeah. But um, it's hard because... I kind of cut myself away from a lot of weird things. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, or you, as you get older, your tolerance is a little different. Yeah. yeah about yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But that, that I can honestly, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm, this going, I know this, I know this answer sound weird to some people. But back then, that's just who I was. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, I ain't saying I was out there doing all that. I'm just telling you what what, right. what I like. So, so, like you said, you know, first off, it's it's kind of a loaded question in a sense because Absolutely. of the fact that everybody ain't gonna find the same things to be weird. Mm-hmm. You know, just like and since we, you know, this is a grown people's show when we talk grown, right? You know, everybody is not comfortable with being open minded to the fact that. Oh, in certain categories in life, you know, you can expand on, you know, you got some people, especially, you know, if you a single man and woman and you out there just living your life, enjoying it, not just aimlessly living la vida loca. Right. You just, you know, not hopping in and out of bed with different people. You know what you're saying? But if you in a situation with, with, with with a person and I guess it's kind of crazy, if they kind of introduce you to some more excitement, is are they viewed initially as being a little weird? Like and when I say that, like for I instance, exactly like you're what saying, you mean. like for instance, it's, in your case, like let me let me throw this at you. If a woman pre- presented to you like this, right now she don't know. Right. I'm, this is still a question, so I'm asking. Right. You're out in the dating scene. You kicking it, interactive. You know what I mean? Boom. You mixing it up on the dance floor. Y'all have a good time. You get ready to go home, and she become, quote unquote, just 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 real heavy on the flirt. Yeah, and like yo, you know, she wants you, right? And you like you know a little apprehensive because you just met her, but you turn around and you be like, all right, let me see where this goes. And she like, no, I gotta have you now. Does that? How can I say? Does that make? Her loose to you, nah. weird to you. Nah. All right, so so the answer to that situation in both of them, you saying no, it wouldn't make you like it. That. Would it would only be only because I'm like far from judgmental. My like 
All right, here's the thing. A lot of times what, what we used to think was weird was different. It was just something we wasn't used to. Right. Um, now, it is some just weird things. Like, for example, like the, like these little kids love slime. That's just weird to me. Like, But it's that's their thing. It's still, still different to us. You know what I mean? The slime, the toy slime. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, this little slimy okay, toy okay, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. But, no. Um, to me, back then, that actually, actually just showed me that I was a woman just knew what she wanted. Um, a lot of times, women, women, women are labeled, and it's like a, it's, it's a stereotype. They're lab, they labeled to be loose. If they, I never felt like that. I was never judgmental of a woman who knew what she wanted at that time. Right. Now, do I believe there are loose women and men in the world? Yeah, different definitions, and my definition in different ways on why they would become loose. You know, I had a, I used to feel like, I never used to call, try to call a woman a hoe or anything of that nature. But I used to feel like sometimes they were loose if they wanted the whole team. Because it's like, sweetie, somebody's going to talk about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even when the dude would do that, like, bro, they going to they gonna sit there and talk. I'm not judging them. Nah, 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 nah. You nah. know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm, but I would just, that used to be how, my definition of it. But if somebody meets somebody and they on a vacation, they on a trip, and they just feel like, and they do everything right to protect themselves and all that type of stuff, and they, it just happens to happen, mm-hmm. I'm not judging that person. Like, you know, I didn't think that was, that they were loose. Yeah. You know? it, I mean, I asked that question because more often than not, man, I've seen things where people do it and it's viewed as being weird initially. And then when it catches on, it's, it's, it's dope. Like, I've seen things that was weird one week, and then all of a sudden, just like, damn, that's the move. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever see some of the guys in the NBA, like, somehow how they dress before they get ready to come in? Yeah. And how a person of that stature, they can do that, and they say that style, but if a person that you just know from, you know, on a regular, a regular hey. cat, so to speak, hey. a regular Joe Blow, he do it, and he's a weird dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, damn, I ain't going to say no one particular athlete's name or nothing like that. I don't that, care but, who got on them little them little tight pants. It's weird to me. Right. Now, you yeah. say that. Yeah. But, like I said, it gets often looked upon, right, as, as style. As style. Yeah. Because of who is on. So, the reason why I say it's loaded, because weird is only weird to regular people. Right. Like, if everything you did was weird. Right. People would accept it anyway, right? Right. So that's 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 why I said that that particular question. I know it seems a little loaded, but, but you but, answered it in terms of what you were saying. With just to, just to, just to talk about that, the reason why celebrities they'll call it style is because often, especially in America, yeah, where we live at, people follow this. They want to be celebrities, right? So they follow what celebrities do. Can we pause this shit, man? <laughs> What happened, man? I got a pitch bad <laughs> as hell, man. It's the, I ain't pausing, man. We still recording. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Listen, this. Nah, I'm nah, we'll pausing. Hey, you, you all right? Yeah, you know, shit. Me and this bladder, we all right. <laughs> I had to get him together. <laughs> Next interview question for you, sir. Yes, yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. If you was giving some advice to a young brother in the DJ world. Yes, sir. Up and coming. Mm-hmm. 
What's three silly things that you would tell him to avoid? He or she? Um, Because the game is different. I feel like they often get caught up in um, trying to be something on social media that they not. Mm, that okay. they think that they think is super cool. Okay. So I would explain to them, be yourself, because you're always in character. Like that. When you're yourself, you're always in character. Like that. So don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Okay. I mean, DJs are your ultimate promoters, actually. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of us create style. A lot of us, is, you know, how we dress. But we think a lot of people focus on the DJ and not realizing it's just part of the hip-hop culture or the culture, whatever culture you're in, right? Mm-hmm. So I would tell them, be themselves, because when you're in character, you're always in character, I mean, yourself. Um, a lot of them walk around wearing Balenciagas, um, different clothes. Want to take a bunch of pictures, mm-hmm. and, I, and I understand that they're concerned about the outfit. Mm-hmm. I got a pair of Balenciagas. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them can buy sound, buy some speakers. Yeah. Same amount they can buy some speakers instead of buying Balenciagas. Not knocking them, not doing nothing. So that means always be prepared and be ready. So if somebody wanted to hire you for a party, literally, that's two hours from now, and the shit literally around the corner, you ain't got to make phone calls. Yo, can I use your speakers? Can I use your sound? No, you just go load up the truck and go. Word. Put everything in play. You know what I mean? So avoid having having to borrow sound or any type of equipment that you need to get your money. Avoid that. You know what I mean? Avoid being something you're not. You said three, right? Three. Um, okay. By all costs. Mm-hmm. Don't miss a gig. If you get somebody your word, first of all, set your price in the beginning. Don't tell somebody, oh, I got you, and you ain't talking about a price. Right? I got you. How much did you see him another day? Oh, man, just give me, and don't ever charge this, but just give me $150. Like if you bring in the sound, equipment, all that. You know? And then when it came, now you lying to him talking about, nah, another gig came through. Because now you're known as the guy that doesn't, the truth of the matter is you don't want to go get that money because you feel like it's not enough. Right. So just be you at all the time. Invest in yourself. Be a man of your word. Okay. Be that. Avoid not being that. Got you. Got you. Be That's who all. you are from the beginning. Yeah. And stick to Be who you are, period, all the time. You're right. always in character. That way you don't have to, uh, like you say, make silly mistakes. Right. That's a good way to avoid them. Yeah, I, I, I asked that question because, you know, even in my own past, you know, working and stuff like that. I remember you was a DJ. You know. Um, <laughs> you was a DJ. Right on time with this shit. That man, you was a DJ, man. Right. Okay. Well, 
Go ahead, go ahead. Say, say what you said, What man. I was going to say was, um, you know, experience, like we talk about all the time, is the best teacher for a lot of different things. Right. You know, when I was working, um, I had actually gotten to a point where I started to, you know, assist with some training of, of, of you know, new officers and stuff like that, and... You heard him say officer. He was a snitcher. So, well, no, if I was an officer, that's kind of what you're supposed to do. So it wouldn't be snitching. It's kind of what you do. But needless to say, you know, while I was was doing that and I started to get into the training side of things, what it did was I had to learn, okay, how do I communicate universally? I'm glad I, I caught myself because I was really about to say, how do I? Yeah. Because you turn everything into a damn song. DJE. Yeah. It's influential. You guys always. <laughs> always DJ. No. <laughs> what I was going to say was I had to figure out a way that I could communicate with people that were just starting because that was a totally different dynamic and then also doing refreshers and stuff like that. Talking to people that have been there before me, right. came same time. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, so universally trying to understand how the mind works to help people along the way and kind of get in front of, you know, some of the potholes that can present themselves as it went on. You can honestly tell we brothers. I'm just that's how I'm at work too. I'm dead serious. Yeah, no, I yeah. no, I, I you know, I believe it. You know, it's like you say, while we sitting on the porch, that's what we do. We just talking right. about the stuff that, you know, we You're deal with talking. on the regular. Mm-hmm. But you know, some of the things that I would say that I, I'm not going to say necessarily because I tripped up on everything, but because of the fact that it's how you survive moments, more or less, versus you kind of, you know, kind of just dwelling on what, what went negative. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I sit back and I think about some of the things that I would share with people about, like, old stories. And anybody who knows, you know, where I used to work and, and, and and all of that type of stuff. Like, we, we had some good times. We had some very good times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would share <laughs> just, you know, days when things went on with different ways or whatever. I used to tell anybody who was just coming in the door, I can tell you stories all day long. Right. And they'll be entertaining. But I don't know how beneficial they would be to you in terms of your own career because those were my experiences. Right. So I would say that to them, hoping that if they found any any mistakes in the things that I did, right, that they would kind of find those nuggets by me sharing that funny moment with them. But they probably did because, like we talked about in the last episode, you never lose. Right, right, So even right. when you made mistakes, that person learned later. I mean, think about it like this. How significant would it, was the mistake if... The powers that be put me in a position to help train or reinforce or reestablish right. some common practices, right? right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I looked at it from the perspective of it was silly, maybe some silly things or or some things I didn't necessarily think through. Because when you're younger, or not even just younger, when you're inexperienced, right, you're always trying to either do one or two things, either emulate or find your own way, right? And in most cases, you're either trying to you know meet the standard. Right? When you come into a place, I don't care where you are, you find a person 
who is doing things their own way, and you say, I want that juice. Right. Now, you don't know anything about what this person's history is, <laughs> how they destroyed back. it. I mean, I mean, how they, how they built it, how they, you know, designed that situation. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about any of that. Right. You just identify, they got juice, I want that juice. Right. So, you don't want to know the roads. And then even when they do take the time, because I could definitely say the officers that I worked with that was like, you know what I mean, the vets and stuff like that, they chose who they invested their time into. Right. They didn't put the same energy and time to everybody because of the right. fact that they used to almost kind, of, almost kind of look at you like, you ain't going to be here long. He ain't bro. built for it. There ain't no reason. Oh, you and, and you ain't going to be here long. Hey, you know what I mean? Listen, I'm that guy now. And, and and you, it took time for you to get there because yeah. you know your own experiences. Now I can say definitely, I was groomed by people who recognized it that they could invest into me. Right. And even when I was making some mistakes, those guys were there. Right. To be able to say, all right, now that you done messed up, now let's 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 get you fixed up. Mm-hmm. So there's a lesson in silly things as well, mm-hmm. right? And you hope that they're not detrimental to whatever it is that you, you know, the overall body of what you're trying to right. accomplish. Right. But sometimes we go through things because the purpose is bigger than we know. Exactly. And and, and it actually winds up being, you know what I mean, a, a plus for someone else later on. I still believe in my heart of hearts that the reason why I can do the podcast situation is because of all of those years of experience Meeting different people, having different relationships, talking to different people, uh, 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 trying to help troubleshoot and work through different situations that mm-hmm. I myself may not be going through, but indirectly, you know what I mean, it right. does impact me as well. I definitely believe, so what, I believe you're, that. what you're saying is true because what that job did create was a hell of worth ethic. You know what I mean? Um, everybody know I'm a very spiritual person i believe in god you know what i mean absolutely um and what god has for you is for you but it doesn't mean he has it for you at the time that you expect him to have it for right even though he does right because we're looking for a certain thing in all actuality you're always learning like i i really had this when in the last episode when i made that statement about how we always we never lose Mm-hmm. You know, it hit me at when I was at work. It hit me like, oh, they always seem like, man, they want me to take L's and they're looking over me and this and this and that. Then I was like, nah, this is creating a work ethic. This Absolutely. is creating why the Porch Podcast could be something you want to do. Because everybody that I know who loves their job, right? I'm not saying I hate my job, I'm making this clear. Right. Everybody that I know who loves their job mm-hmm. and really enjoys what they're doing, one, it doesn't feel like work, mm-hmm. and they really invest completely into it. Now, I invest in completely into everything that I do. Absolutely. That's just who I am. But what I mean is that's all they do. Right. See, just like the guy we talked about that was working all the overtime. Mm-hmm. He had to have a reason why he wanted to be there. He had to be okay with being there for him to be there that long. Right. Even when you spoke with yourself. Right. You didn't have a problem. Right. With being there. 
No, and I'm not saying no, you, ever, you ever no, did. No, I didn't because I voluntarily did it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, I did not. You right. didn't have a problem with it. No. You know, so with that being, with that being put out there and being said, what I'm, what I'm actually looking at is everybody who speaks and sits and loves what they do, what they do mm-hmm. as a career, whether it be for themselves, whether it be for another person, it's completely focused with that. And it's hard to pull them from it from sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It often becomes an unlucky situation, since it's lucky number 13, that pulls them away from it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Obviously, like you said, you know, we, we, we talk how we talk. You right. know, and I tell people all the time, just because... You know, you might hear me say, you know, I'm, I'm a curse, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all this, that, and the third. My faith is strong. And right. and the reason why I think that it's built that way is because, you know, I, I know how blessed and fortunate I am in a lot of things in my life. Right. Um, I also believe that the ability to be able to speak freely and, and 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 have emotion in my conversation, and, right? You know, having different things to support the message and the points that I want to make. I think that that's part of the character that I was created to be. You know what I'm saying? That's what I personally believe, and I think that when you look at it, like we said, just identifying with what is known to be or referred to be as a silly situation, really, in, in all actuality, has a benefit somewhere. No matter what appears to be silly and or weird over here, or whatever term you want to use, it always has a place and a purpose. It's, it's sometimes contingent upon timing, right. environment, right? You know what comes following behind it. Because, like I said, the next the next best thing is always weird until it's accepted, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the next best thing is always weird until it's accepted. I can remember back in the day, and I miss them both dearly. Mom and Unique. Mm-hmm. Unique had a Bluetooth speaker he had in his ear. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think it was from Motorola. It was that first one that came out. had a kind of a little, little point on little it. Little boom mic. Little boom type of... But it didn't... No, no. It didn't have the microphone. It wasn't in the ear. Yeah. But it was kind of... every You know, talking back, in you know, obviously in the 90s. And he came in the house. And he was talking on it. And Mom saw him walk in the house and said... The hell's wrong with him? And like looked away. What the hell's wrong with him? And we, she laughed. Mom, he's on the phone. She like, no, he's not. Like I'm looking right at him. He ain't on no damn phone, right? Remember that, right? She was standing in the kitchen. He was coming in the front door. Yeah. Now you sit back and you think about it now, and she said, "I'm ready to hit this nigga across the head." Yeah, you know, you know, so. She was. She was like, Gina, what the hell's going on? So, as time went on and they came up with more, yeah, it became less weird and became more accepted. Right. Well, as time went on, you know, that's how a lot of things evolved and developed. Absolutely. Right? Like, a good friend of mine <laughs> made a video and he had it on Instagram. And he said... There was a time when we would walk into a store and see a person with a mask and be like, damn, what's going on with him? Right. And now it's the time when we walk into the store 
and we see a person without a mask, so damn, what's wrong with them? Yeah. See how quickly things can change? Right. And what was once weird all of a sudden becomes what? Socially accepted? Right. Of course. Because it's always, like I said, we set the standard. We well, yeah, you set the standard. But everything has a place. It's contingent upon timing. Yeah. Well, everything is necessary. That's the thing. The only thing that's not necessary, that's just, a, it goes all in time with, you never really lose. But yeah. everything is necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 sometimes in certain things you got to be, we, we don't feel like it is necessary. I mean, let me make this clear. I'm not saying that everything is necessary. Let me make, everything is not necessary, but things happen to create other things. To shine light on other Absolutely Certain situations and You know what I mean And that has a lot to do With Black Lives Matter I'm not saying that It was necessary That George Floyd died But what it did create Was a movement And I think what God Why God often lets us see And we gotta march As black people And see things And create movements that way He's showing us Cause we could come together When somebody comes against our race but then we'll go against each other all the time. And everything, every race does that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Every race does that. But ours get poster board. You said something the other day. We were talking about the NFL. Carson Wentz wanted to be traded. Everybody, this is open in the reports. How next thing you started to see Deshaun Watson, they saying he throwing fits, Russell Westbrook, he's tired of being hit. Wilson. Russell. Oh yeah. I did the I same do, thing. I do it a lot. I do the same I do, thing too. It's the RW. Yeah, yeah. But Russell Wilson. Yeah. He does he does he does it a lot. I mean he does it a lot. No, he he was complaining. And they started to make paint this narrative that Black quarterbacks seem like they're ungrateful. When you said that, and I sat back and I looked and I said, because every report you hear, oh, Carson Wentz, you know, a few years ago, a few years ago, everybody wanted a quarterback like this guy. Everybody wanted a quarterback. Playing through him when he's hurt and this and this and that, that and this. Yeah, we, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a few years ago. We're talking about that he don't want to be on his team no more. Yeah, I believe, yeah. Yeah, relationships fractured. Right? Yeah. Shortly after that, they were talking about Deshaun Watson. They said, oh, no, he not being traded. They're trying to, they're trying to figure out a way to make him happy. Yeah. But what if, what if making him happy is him being traded? But they already made it clear. Right. We're not trading them. So regardless, you're going to deal with what we did, what we give you. Right. Who we think. Unless they got him in there. Unless they got him in there and and part of the selection of who they bring. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you whoever we want to give you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, sticking with the concept, like you said, of just understanding weird and, and... Making making it socially acceptable. Um, 
narratives are always going to be created in that particular case we're talking about by the media you know the perception is right is that you know right uh i'm just but, but not i'm sorry to cut your wisdom but that's what i mean i think a lot of things are created through media to make it media's that purpose is to now is, is to navigate you into whatever direction it's they being, want you to be in. right it's it's being you know pushed to push their gps right right mm-hmm. but the point in, in 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 the whole socially accepted thing and the weirdness element of it is it's all right so all right like i said before weird is only weird until it's dope right right because once it's dope everybody forget how weird the shit was right. like i said about the whole thing with unique coming in the crib Right. The Bluetooth joining his ear, mom looking like, what the hell's wrong with him? And as a matter of time, you know, years went on, all of a sudden, now you look around and it's not uncommon to see. Now, a, listen to you. A, she she went from, what the hell's wrong with him to, you got your ear thing in. She started saying that. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So she started at. to accept yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shit wasn't weird no more. <laughs> that's what I said. It became, it became common. And, and I think that, you know, we, oh, we, man, man. No, 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 no. That was a funny day, yeah, man. Yeah, the whole shit was funny because once she, even once she understood, <laughs> even once she seen it, yeah, she still really didn't get it. But then she looked at, I think, the people around her. Like, we didn't look at it like it was weird. Yeah, sure. She looked so at it well. she kind of was like, okay. Oh, if they all right, I'm all right. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, like, like, even with the situation, bro, like, I can remember one time I had a beeper. Mom, yo, I've been calling you all day. Mom, you ain't been calling me. I be there. Yeah, now I was trying to get in touch with you. I called that thing you told me to call. Tell me the beep. Yeah, mind you, didn't beat me. I didn't get any beeps all day. Yes, I did. You gonna tell me I ain't do what I did? Mind, could you do me a favor? Could you show me what you did? Mm-hmm. And she dialed the number. Now anybody <laughs> who's too young to know what a beeper was, right? It was a little device mm-hmm. that when somebody wanted to get your attention, my beeper was dope. But go ahead, they wanted to get you to actually call back. They would call a number associated with that beeper and put in the number that they wanted you to return the call back to. Yeah. Mom called. I said, Mom, could you please show me what you did? She picked up the phone. She called the number. She said, girl, call the house and hung up. I said, Mom, I would have never gotten it. You never put the phone number in. That's how the beeper works, honey. You, you don't call me, yeah. and I hear that. You have to call. Put the number in, and then I'll call back. So all day, she think I'm trying to make it. Oh, you act like I'm lying, and I ain't tell. No, mom, you was doing it wrong. Yeah. They had Motorola two-way pages. They had Sky pages where you would have to call an operator. Yeah. Tell them the message. Yeah. And then they would relay the message to the other person that had one. Right. I had two-way. Right. So as evolution of that situation went on, every step of that was weird. Until it became a socially accepted way to do it. Do you notice, just to just touch on that, they put all that in one, you could call a person, or you could text them now. Right. That's what that was. That's what they did. So in, in the evolution of that, as they were building that, the funniest thing about all of that was as you saw it becoming bigger and smarter and faster and, 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 and all of these different things, right? Yeah. It became more acceptable. Yeah. But initially, it was it's all, it was weird. Yeah. So, so, to, so, so to tap tap on that, you said what weird thing would we make? Would I make socially acceptable? Now that you break it down like that, 
Cause I had went completely fucking left when we first. You take a flight in a minute, man. <laughs> yeah. That's how I know you got a jet, cause you'll get on that bitch. We be like, we'd be like, where is he flying to? Where is he flying to? But you make it back. Yeah. It's damn sure you damn sure make it back. I Go got, got a flight called a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't never heard that. <laughs> Never. Wait one more time. Y'all listen, listen to the you hear me. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> Almost thought he wasn't gonna be there that time. Yeah. So yeah, y'all got to forgive us. We love the laughing people. But um, damn, I don't know. Nowadays, that's a great question because. I don't know. Like, a lot of stuff not weird to me. We What we were talking about before was technology. Uh-huh. But because of us, I've seen the evolution of so many of these type of things, right? Right, right. Nothing seems weird to me anymore. Okay. So, it wasn't weird to you. So, the mask thing is probably something that I think should stay around forever now. I, I really don't see how it goes away. Yeah, me neither. Completely. Me neither. Um, ever. All right, so I'll tell you something that was weird to me, right, mm-hmm. initially. And, you know, there's a history behind that anyway. But what was weird to me at first was how trusting, when they came up with Uber and oh, Lyft. Okay, okay, okay. And they said, well, it's a service. You can actually put the app on your phone, go through that, got a credit card attached to it, and you could place an order for a ride. I was like, and who come get you? Yeah. And whoever the Uber driver is. Who the hell is the Uber driver? All I kept playing was all the negatives that could occur. Right? In my mind, it's going to come pick you up. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody going to never know no record of it. And you're just going to be in the wind. Or vice versa. You want to be an Uber Uber driver. Somebody come up with some, you know, fictitious shit. They order a ride. You show up in a nice car because they want an Uber XL or something. They come to pick, you come to pick them up. Now they got a big ass truck and you in the back of the truck till they can get rid of you. Mm-hmm. So my mind was just, you know, like a lot of people, a lot, lot of pe- things lot that's pe- new, lot of people like that. thinking heavily about the negative. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing some other benefits, you know. Guy I knew, he said, yeah, me and my wife, you know, we like to go out and have a couple drinks. You know, yeah. bar, and you know, yeah. we call him a Uber. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I heard about the Uber shit. Like, that's kind of, yeah. right, what's that? You know what I mean? So, how was it? He said, it's great. We go, we have a good time. We don't get too bad, but, you know, we respect the laws and not move funny. Mm-hmm. We call for an Uber or a Lyft, and mm-hmm. they pick us up and drop us back off at home. What that did was eliminate taxi drivers, that's all. Unfortunately, right? Right. But, it's for me, around, right. Of course. Yeah. Big cities and a lot of different places to catch. And even here, yeah. they're still around. But when you look at it, it was only weird because I couldn't imagine it. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But for the person who created it, they had a hell of an imagination. And they were very smart. Rich as hell, too. Right. So I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, okay, which brought me to the question, the reason why I asked you that. Like, Damn. What else is it that's out there that's weird to people that I would, if I had the power at this point, 
to make socially acceptable. Well, it's not it's not out there, but unless you really uh, study um, you study finances. First of all, me graduating with that degree in finance, you know, I started kind of somewhat looking into like stocks and things of that nature and bonds yeah. and companies and IPOs and all that type of stuff. And I'm actually in a um. I'm, um, it's just a company right now that I invested in when it was like seven cent and I'm not even realizing the other day that, and that seven cent is now worth like $3. I didn't even realize I should have bought a whole bunch of them. Right? I wasn't thinking, but, um, I'm just constantly watching it grow. Anyway, 20 years from now, um, I got a tip, um, what's going to put, what's supposedly supposed to be common is people are going to be able to travel out of space like us going to Jamaica or Mexico. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that. So they was like, if you invest in that right now, 20 years from now, because it's supposed to be costing like $100,000 a ticket 20 years from now for you to be able to go there. So he was like, yeah, where you going? Yeah, I'm going to the moon. Hell yeah. And really mean it. I'll have porch podcast uh, <laughs> spacesuits and shit available at that point. Right, exactly, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. But you understand? That's that's what that's what um, when we first hear that sounds weird. It's going to sound very weird. Because I was now. explaining that to some people the other day when I was exactly when I was at work, and the one girl that I got, you know, that 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 actually works on my side. Was too good, but the one particular one I was telling her, she was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm good with that shit. Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not. Not get. She about twenty three right now. Forty three. I ain't getting on no goddamn spaceship to go to the moon. Space. I don't get. Yeah, I'm all right on Earth. Yeah. I said I ain't never going. Yeah. But I might buy a Sharon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I might. I, yeah, you might want. This. She probably won't because it's probably gonna take a lot of vacation time to travel. Oh, shit. Yeah. But, but that's yeah. But hell, I believe yeah, it because invest. who they saying that maybe a high part of this is um, Elon Musk, and which when he first created Tesla and said he was making an electric car, everybody was looking at an electric car. Shit was weird, right? Yeah. So everybody thought we were going to be in flying cars like the Jetsons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just, it never was. And I'm not saying it's never going to come, but how interested is really is that still now? It's not really that interesting. You're right. Nobody cares about it. No, you're absolute. Damn, you know, you're right. No, I, I think that, you know, first off, I think all of that chimes into being open-minded, right? Mm-hmm. That you're not always going to be the smartest person in the room. Nah. Just don't be the dumbest. Definitely won't be that. Don't be the dumbest. You're not going to always be the smartest person in the room. And and that is honestly, not to cut your wisdom, but that is the model where I live by a lot of time. I ain't got to be the best. I just can't be the weakest link. Yeah. I ain't got to be the best guy. Yeah. Look, a lot of people in, in sports make a living off that role. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure you can sit back and you can think about a lot of basketball players. You look at them and say, he ain't never the best on the floor, but, you know, he always on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you absolutely He's right. always on the team. They, nah, always, they always got a spot for him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think a lot of it goes back to 
understanding that, all right, if I, if I find something that I'm really good at, right. Right. And I just master that. Right. What that does is open my mind set up to the ability that if you work hard at something that you have, you can possibly master it. Right. Right. Like, like you said, if you use sports, that's one thing. You use business, it's another. Even in your relationships, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one of them type of people who are, I'm heavy into, you know, consistently motivating my family. Right. Right? And sometimes when you do that, it requires you to kind of open a person up to the reality that they don't trust themselves enough and they're not applying themselves enough. Right? Right. Like, I'll sit back. And I'll tell my wife all the time, I'm proud of you, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you because you have an objective. You see it. You understand, like, because, you know, all them videos and all that shit, like, you see when I be up there and I be like, eliminate this and the power of understanding and the whole concept of dealing with everybody wants to be a diamond until they find out what kind of pressure it takes to make pressure. one. You got to know that by the time those things hit an actual camera where I'm recording it, I've said them multiple times in my own household. I am very, very comfortable in my role of being able to introduce what's quote-unquote viewed to be weird. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or, or, or you know, because I think that you always need a critical thinker in every relationship, whether it's a business or a personal relationship. I'm very much good at, like, turning around and telling the person, the only reason that you don't think that that can happen is because you haven't done it yet. Absolutely. But the minute that you accomplish that, that it's thought doable. goes away. Because it's doable now. It's done. It's doable. Yeah, You've yeah. done it. Mind over matter. So when I look at weird, right? Mm-hmm. Or I look at things that's going to be quote unquote acceptable. Yes. The first person that I have to convince about that is myself. Convincing yourself it's honestly, it should be the easiest thing, but a lot of times it's the most challenging thing because with you having the vision and understanding of what you want to do, right? you can also critique yourself the wrong way. Yeah. You could be on the right track yeah. and have yeah. no clue that you're doing what you're supposed well, you to be doing. First off, you can't fool yourself. Listen, me and you had conversations about the ability to swim. Right. You can't swim. Right, I don't know how to swim. I learned how to swim. Right. Right? The only difference between the situation was not because I have three arms and three legs. No, I got two arms and two legs, two legs like you. Right. I just made a decision one day. I want to learn how to swim. And I'm willing to go through the process of learning it. If yeah. that means at some point or another I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I just couldn't breathe when I went underwater. And guess what, E? Mm-hmm. I'm not a fish and I can't breathe underwater either. Right. So the objective for me was what? Learn how to stay on top, top. of water. So that's the point. And my, my my approach was I'm just not going down. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You choose Neither one of them is wrong, but you more successful because you learned what you right. wanted to Neither learn. Neither one is wrong, but here's the th- okay, so here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. You looked at it and you said, I see the challenge. And what I'm gonna do with the challenge is I'm gonna make a decision that I'm comfortable. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have more of a fear than a desire to want to swim. Safe to say? Right. You have more of a fear than a desire to want to swim. Absolutely. When I was younger, I looked at all my friends, they were swimming. We all started off in the shallow end, dancing and playing around and jumping and doing that, and then they all learned how to swim and they went to the deep end. And I got tired of being the one who was down in the shallow end. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, hell no. 
Right. I want to be able to enjoy myself, swim around and play like that. Same thing happened with my youngest daughter. Right. Terrified. We went and we, people do things when they're ready. I tell you that all the time. Not a moment sooner. We put her in different swimming classes. We was taking her. She would get in the water. She wouldn't even put her face in the water. She was just putting her chin. She wouldn't even want to put her face in the water. Went home, start practicing in the bathtub, right? Trying to put her face. Look, Daddy. Put her face in the tub and all in the water and all of that, right? Boom. Kept moving. Wouldn't learn to swim, though. Kept taking it. Kept re-signing up. Wouldn't learn to swim. We went on one vacation. Older lady sitting there in the pool. Looked at her and said, you told me to get in the pool. Messing with my baby girl. All she said to her was, when you swim, think frog, not dog. Because you know how you hear about the doggy paddle. Mm-hmm. And nothing ever could do it. Right. She said, when you swim, think frog, not dog. Yeah. Now, you done seen frogs, in, <laughs> you done seen frogs in the water yeah. swimming all the time, right? right. She never stopped. From that day on, she'll jump in the water now. Eight, ten feet, nothing like, and swim right. My, like it's nothing. Yeah. She did it exactly when she got ready. I understand what you're saying. You think I can learn tomorrow? You can learn once you develop, once you develop the concept that fear ain't going to control your ability to learn it. Yeah. But moving on from that, I think that that was an awesome way to approach that. Understanding that first you got to accept the fact that it's only weird because it ain't quote unquote viewed to be dope yet. Right. Once you get past that situation and it's no longer weird, it'll automatically be socially accepted. Right. Right? Right. Okay. I want to ask you some more. All right. What is the one thing you'd be really disappointed if you never got to experience? One thing that you would really be disappointed about if you never got to experience. Um, I thought about that before, and a lot of times that relates to what people call a bucket list. Um, I've done a lot of things, so honestly, a lot of it I'm not really necessarily worried about. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a thing that I think I would be upset about because when I want to do something, I do it. Right. You know? Again, I think when I had that mind frame um, when I was younger, you know, um, I felt like I was missing things. I don't have that type of feeling anymore. Like, I've been past that for a good while now, you know. COVID helped it. Yeah. COVID helped it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm just, I don't have, I don't think I have anything, you know, that I would be disappointed of, you know, before we wrap up the show. Like, I'm far from wanting to die. Let's, let's make that clear. You know how sometimes people say, yeah, I could die today or tomorrow and I'd be satisfied. I would be. But, no, I got a lot of living to do. Right. I don't care if I'm just sitting on the porch. <laughs> right. For another hundred years, I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Right. But um, nah, not necessarily. It's no it's no things. It's nothing. I feel like I would be, cause I just feel like if it doesn't happen, it just wasn't meant for me to do. 
Because the moment I want to do something, I just do it. That's just that's just who I've always been. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I guess yeah. just just answering that myself. Um the bucket list thing is is a good point. Like I said, I don't have one. I'm like you. Um I think I'm pretty fortunate. I think I'm pretty blessed. I think that, you know, if there is something that has not happened for me yet, that is supposed to, it will. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable with that. Right. So like you, I'm not going to say it can be over for me tomorrow because <laughs> I ain't, I ain't rushing that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say that I don't have anything that is coming to to mind that I am not at least attempting to fulfill. Right. And that's my response to that. Right. This is the Porch Podcast, people. You know, um, we thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all, you know. Absolutely. Lucky number 13. That's the episode 13. Lucky number 13. Yeah. As always, guys, like I say, make sure, if you haven't done it already, right? please subscribe, mm-hmm. like, hit that notification bell. What just happened? <laughs> hold, hold, on, no- hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see some. Hold on. If you haven't done it already. That's right. Please subscribe, mm-hmm. like, and hit that notification bell. Continue to please download from your favorite streaming places where you get your podcast. Yes. As I've been saying all along, it's Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast Radio Public, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. As he murmured. Thank you. As always, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all. Peace.